Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. I am so awake right now. I am yeah. so, oh God. All right. I'm going to tap into his new stuff then. Oh yes. I, yeah. I think it's, it's evolving, right? Is that what you're saying? It is absolutely. Um, it's evolving. You have to have your mindset, but sometimes mindset can keep you stuck yeah. in a certain pattern uh, mm-hmm. with one certain goal, one certain objective. But when you are conscious, you are aware of everything around you. Uh, it opens up. It opens up. It opens up your space. It changes your trajectory. It just allows you more, I believe, more freedom. And that is what it's done for me. I'm reading great books. Um, you know, like this morning, I had the, the best meditation, started, mm. dedicated it, you know, got in the jacuzzi, got a hot shower, lathered my body in cocoa butter. <laughs> So good. Yeah. Self-love. 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 That is yes. what it is all about. But what I want to talk to you about. Hi, Brains. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you caught us off guard. We are on the edge. Yes, this is the spot, the place, your favorite place where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we have Susan Olson, and I am glad to have her because I'm going deep. You guys just heard us talking. My mind is in the right place. I've been able to accomplish my financial goals, my work goals, my career goals, my love goals, my relation, everything, but that cotton picking nutrition. And she is the owner of Nutrition Journey, private nutrition practice. Uh, She is a registered dietitian and the program, she was the program director at DMC Primary Care. What we have to understand, Brains, is there is a difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist. And what I have to learn and incorporate, and what I'm excited about, is finding out how the the, the body uses food and where it breaks down and where it stores the fat. And when you lose it, what are you looking at? Well, my little chin is going down. (laughs) You know, the first place we're looking is belly fat. That's not what's going to happen. Okay, for everybody. Right, right. But to see it go here and to understand that you're losing weight around your internal organs. See, Susan, I knew you were coming, honey. I had you ready. I had to get ready. I had to get ready. So we're going to talk to you about that. I'm so excited and so much more. Welcome to On the Edge. Please tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Oh, April, I love you. This is great. Um, Great way to get started. And I really love all the things you said about just really the wholeness of this. And um, I have been a dietitian for 40 years. I'm very fortunate that I've been able to do uh, the work I love for so long, and especially in a space that always is evolving and changing. Um, So in nutrition, I've done uh, different things and positions. The thing I did the longest was work in a primary care setting of traditional medicine, um, which really staged me to be able to 
see what I needed to see. Um, it was a great uh, setting to learn a lot and to develop many great patient and provider relationships. But when COVID hit, all of our wellness things were shut down, which gave me cause to stop and think about what was next for me, what I should be doing. Well, I was pretty entrenched in the functional nutrition sort of thinking. I had the privilege of working with a lot of smart providers who did this kind of work. So over the years, it had been sort of planted as a seed for me. So when COVID hit, I got my functional nutrition certification at age 60. So I was, um, oh, bravo. Well, you know, it's, it's like, geez, do I really take on or try to get my brain to learn something? Absolutely. New, you right? know, right? let me stop you right there for just yeah. one second, because when we get to a certain age, they teach us how to die. They do not teach us how to continue to live. And I am on a crusade to stop that noise. Okay. I love it. I, I think you're oh, absolutely They teach you how right. to get your social security, how to get your prescription, how to get your Medi-Cal, how to worry. They, right. teach, they don't teach us how to maybe not reverse the hands of time, but move at a slower pace and to settle into your 60s. Because I'm 60, honey, and I don't look it. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, it's a whole new way um, or really opening up the mind to understand, like you said, this whole idea of healthy aging and what the body's able to do. Right. And it all starts with our thinking. And so when um, you take a leap of faith, and, and that's what I did. I, I decided that I just had this strong calling to make some big changes that took me out of the setting where I had to see people quickly, you know, one after the other, like a doctor. And this was hurting my soul because I knew I was seeing people that needed more time. And, you know, like everything, you want to build a relationship with people. You have to get to know them. Most of my sessions with people now, it's so funny. They'll say, Sue, this feels more like counseling sometimes. And I think, you know, the whole, right? I mean, the whole person means lifestyle is food, movement, stress, sleep, supplements, water, and community. Well, community is our connection, relationships, purpose. Um, so for many people, we have to reverse engineer and look at what parts of that story do we need to build on and understand and work with. Because you're right, the science and nutrition is fascinating. It's very interesting to learn and understand the body and how it works. But just as important is your relationship with food, your thinking, your behaviors, your habits, things that are very entrenched and hard to change, hard to break. Well, I've been reading this incredible book, Atomic Habits, ah. and I am ticking off every day and I give myself a star. You see these stars, brains? I reward <laughs> myself. I don't need a brand new purse. I don't need a new dress. I do need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but I reward myself. And if I get a, a page full of stars, I'm going to take myself on a vacation. It's the little accomplishments. It is changing, replacing an old habit with a new habit. And it is the best book ever because I started doing that. And I really, honest to Bob, I never thought I had a issue around food, just except for being greedy and loving it, you know, and snacking all the time. But I did notice one thing. Every time I got in the car, for the most part, I'm going somewhere, I'm going to a restaurant with one of my friends. And I'm like, no. So you know what we do now? 
We grab what? a gun, a bottle of water, and we meet at the park. Oh, big, big, big. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Or I'll say, let's pack our lunch, pack mm. us snacks, and we'll do that. We'll go to the beach. So you can stack your habits. Well, yeah. and you know, it's funny, small changes and awareness like that really do add up. Mm. And sometimes these are things that we live in a culture of food that's so fun. We just think about food and it can show up. So we're very tempted with what is the social aspect around the food, but changing that so that, like you say, I'm meeting with a friend. I want this to be about the time with the person. Food is nice, but it, it doesn't have to be the thing. Do, do you know what I mean? We're trying to balance well, the important. Yeah, me and Mr. Magnificent have a love date. And it was usually to get up and go and have breakfast. But I'm going to tell you something, Grace. I'm not going to name the restaurant, okay? But uh, we go to this particular restaurant, a chain. And when we come home, we go right to the toilet. Yep. Wow. I mean, pew. Yep. And I'm like, okay, now there's something in there. And I was telling him and he goes, oh, well, I said, no, there's something in there, of additive, a preservative, something mm. in there that is not agreeing with our system. You should not have to go to the toilet immediately when you get home from a restaurant. So now I said, let's encourage, let's play dominoes. Let's, uh, you know, go shoot pool. Let's go watch people and let's eat at home. I know what is in it. And my refrigerator, you know, I'll go to the big box store and spend $400. Yeah, yeah. All the food in the world. But again, like you say, it's the social interaction. I like to yeah. watch the people. I like, you know, to be served and all that. But you have to switch your mind up. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how food works inside the body. And, you know, not in detail, but we ingest this food. Okay. And we could talk about it forever. The preservatives the additives, the trickery, right? you, you right. see all this fat-free, sugar-free, gluten-free, organic. How do you know? You don't really know. Right. Well, you know, and this is the thing, April, and I, I think people, women need to be reassured that um, this has been a setup. We are where we are because of 60, 70 years of the food industry, changing food, the government all has been complicit and really when you industrialize and change food, the food we eat now is largely food that hijacks the brain using fat, salt, and sugar. It yep. was very ingenious. And so we have this problem of food addiction and people are compelled to eat some and then want more. But the good news in, because I'm an optimist, the, the good news is that the curtain's been pulled back, right? We have all these great information and documentaries that show us how this happened and how we got here. So now there's just as big a movement to reverse this and people are aware and they understand what you just said about what's happening in food out, how it's altered. And, and so the quest is now really to learn and understand how to eat more real whole food. So right. whatever you read, see, hear, doctors, experts, those of us you know who do this, the two messages in eating boil down to this idea of a Mediterranean, right? So Mediterranean style of eating is more of a concept than a one-page diet, but the bottom line is um, whole food. It is, but you know what? Let me, let me tell you about that. Okay, yeah. so we went to Italy 
I don't know what took me so long to get there. It is absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't been there, Brains, you better save your pennies. <laughs> but the food there laid on my palate for a, almost an hour after we ate. It was wonderful. People take their baskets. They go to the market every three or four days. I could rub the apples and not feel any wax on it. I could mm. feel the cucumbers without any wax on it. They cut the cheese and hand it to you. But what I noticed about this Mediterranean diet is there are plenty of carbohydrates. I sat and watched this one couple eat a seven course meal. I was like, are you kidding me? And they just luxuriate it. It is uh, farm to table, number mm. one. Mm -hmm. Okay, farm to table. You go in, there's not a lot of refrigeration. There's fresh kill of animals and meat. Uh, you take it home, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. There is uh, the herbs and the tomatoes. Everything is so fresh. So, and olive oil. Olive oil is your friend. I use olive oil on my skin, okay? Right. Olive oil is... Great. So when you say the Mediterranean diet, what I found more so than anything was it was really farm to table. The freshness mm. of not being in the freezer for, you know, mm -hmm. however mm -hmm. long, um, mm. it really, really made a difference. So you're absolutely right with that. And I felt like, you know, and walking, oh my God, they walk everywhere. I love I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I was tired. I had come from the Vatican. I said, oh, I'll hail a taxi. He goes, oh, no, madame, madame, you can walk. And I said, okay, I'm thinking it's a block or two. Girl, it was about four or five blocks. I was huffing and puffing, but I felt so good afterwards. And the food, I didn't feel heavy. I didn't feel bloated. Right. So, you know, take, take steak in it, brains. You know, Sue is the expert in this. But listen to what she's saying, you know, engage in your body. If you're feeling bloated after you had something, if you have diarrhea after you've had something, note it. Maybe that's not good for you. If you use the bathroom and you stink up the entire house, there's something rotting in your system. Uh, yep. Yep. So there, you know what the other, you, you're, you're leading perfectly into the second part of what we're talking about with good food. First of all, I went to Paris years ago and it was exactly the same story, April. People sat down and ate six course meals on little plates. They take their time. They walk everywhere. There's fresh produce. They get their food whole every few days. So those are the key things around a whole foods, plant-based diet that is the hallmark of Mediterranean that you're right. It feels good. It tastes good. And it, it manages the weight. But the other part of... Um, functional medicine and functional nutrition is gut health. So what you said, when you when your body speaks to you with mood, energy, digestive, inflammatory signs, that's a sign that we go back to the root cause and understand where everything begins, which is the signals of food. So when your gut is off, that's where you wanna start. You wanna look at cleaning up the diet, maybe rooting out some things, doing a little reset, because that's again, where a lot of our immune system and other things come from. So the body eventually is gonna give you a, a wake up call. It's gonna give you a sign that something's off kilter. And it's still very amazing to me. This is why I get up and do this job every day for so many years. It's amazing how well the body can heal, repair, regenerate, even in people that look like they are a lot of damage or 
a train wreck, so to speak. There's a lot of stuff that's gone downhill. But when you go in and start to make some of these changes, I can't believe how well the body will respond and yeah. start to turn around, right? So and very what people don't realize, again, brains, I'm just having a session here. <laughs> but the bloat, okay. The bloat is a real deal. You want to think that you're losing weight right away, but you got to get that inflammation down. And, you know, these programs don't tell you that. You're looking for the quick fix, but you've got to get that down. What I've been reading is that where you lose weight too is the inflammation around your major organs inside your body before you're going to see your waistline, your bust, your back, your, your chin, all that. You've got to get all that stuff back in its proper proportion because when you're all swole, you have, you know, moved everything around. So the exactly. bloat is that, and you know, another thing, uh, juicing. Mm. It is, invest in the juicer brains, you know, mm. fresh juice is the best. You know, people that have uh, limited intake with sugar, I get that. Follow your doctor's instructions, but also read some books because this fresh juice is so much better than processed. You don't waste your produce. I do it. Every, the garbage goes out on Friday, on Wednesday and Thursday, I make fresh juice. I look in there and see what cucumbers, carrots, apples, mm. whatever is left. And I put it in it, you put it in the refrigerator and it will last. And I drink it the first thing in the morning as a self-cleanse and get the body working mm. and then a glass of water instead of that coffee. I'm telling you, I'm on fire. You watch, you're going to see it about six months and you're going to go, who's that girl? <laughs> You are the transform. You will be the transformation, which I again, will. I will. it's so exciting because once you understand this, April, and you see it, I joke, you can't unsee it. So when you're understanding what's happening to the body and how we've been set up, and as you start to take back some control over things, as simple as a Mediterranean plant-based eating means the compounds in plants, those phytonutrients are mother nature's medicine anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, cell liver protection, immune boosting. There's no drug that can make that claim. So yes, something like juicing and getting these plants into our body in a consistent way is awesome. It's amazing. So, so yeah, I, I think that people get overwhelmed with the whole idea of how do I start? And boy, I have such a long way to go. But like you said, it, it's one day, one step at a time okay. to build a new habit, to build a new routine. And we don't have to worry about what we're doing next week. Can I just manage it a few days at a time? Um, because this is where you start to feel the changes. And what does that do? That motivates you and really starts to build your momentum. Because you mentioned what they call visceral fat. When Ooh. anyone says, when anyone says weight loss, they mean fat loss. Muscle's the good stuff, right? Body composition. Women don't get much muscle and that's the problem. We lose muscle as we get older. So we are seeing a slower metabolism because of that muscle loss. So we're trying to address exactly what you said, that specific area. Visceral fat is the fat packing organs. It's the most inflammatory. It's basically what is behind diabetes and all your cardiometabolic. Yeah. So when people even have a small fat loss around the middle, that translates into great health benefits. And mm -hmm. again, when your pants and clothes fit better. Oh, I know. 
That's a healthy thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and women and, and people of color, I need you to take this uh, to heart. Everyone in my family has diabetes. Mm-hmm. Every they didn't miss a soul, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really sad and it's genetic, but you can, if you can't turn it around completely, you can doggone sure manage it. Absolutely. And I was in China, you know, I have to tell y'all about my trips because I immerse myself in the culture and I'm <laughs> sitting at the table and I'm getting ready to order the food and I order water. And she says, oh, you're the first American that has come here that hasn't required that sweet poison. And I said, sweet poison? She's talking about soda. Yeah. They call it sweet poison. So when I look at it now, I look at it as a sweet poison. And going back to inflammation for a, a minute, I worked at KPBS creating audiences and Dr. Andrew Wheel was there. Oh, love, love, love him. Yeah, so before that, I worked at a cosmetic company, Origins, and he had all of his lines there, everything from topicals to ingestibles. And I really got uh, my head around what inflammation was. Now, did I act on it? No. So inflammation is only powerful when you apply it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm at a point in my life to where this has to be a lifestyle change. When you were a baby, you got breast milk, then you got some solids, then you got some junk food, then you made your own choices. Well, you've got to reverse back to that because it's once an adult and twice a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so exactly. you have to go back to the more simplistic things that work within your body. Your body has changed. And mm-hmm. Susan, I just really admire you for hanging in there for 40 years. I mean, you look lean and uh-huh. your skin is radiant. People don't realize that it affects your skin, your hair, your Mm -hmm. eyes, everything about you. So Mm -hmm. give us two or three nutritional tips, something that we should really be aware of outside of, you know, the the exercise. But what are things that you would suggest that we incorporate? You said something about supplements. You know, people are back and forth on that and, and exercise. What else do you suggest? Well, you know, I think the basics, like you just said, keep it simple, um, as a dietitian, one of our expertise lies in taking what people already do and like and eat and help them to slowly transform, swap out and find things they will eat. Because anybody can pick up a book, like you said, information. I can read a meal plan. I can get those anywhere. But to be able to convert that into something that's real and practical for someone to not just start, right? Because people can start anything. But we're really talking about what you just said, long-term lifestyle sustainable. So that's where the work, the coaching support comes in. And and really, like I say, we're talking about eating more real food, whole food, plant-based, pushing away some of these processed, damaged fats that are in foods. Again, there's high fructose corn syrup, added sugars and everything. And this is where the cycle of eating those things lights up the brain to want more. So we press back on things so the body has a chance to do a little bit of healing and cleaning. And then we can better hear more our natural regulators of appetite. The body is very wise. We really just wanna step back and give it what it needs. And that's where a good whole foods diet is awesome. But for many people, we can accelerate healing with some of these very nice supplements and formulas that food science companies are very advanced. They're making things now that I, 
I can't get in food necessarily every day. So we often will look at ways to combine the best of what's in food, maybe boost and accelerate and heal with some quality supplements. Um, and then you have more energy and you'll walk and you'll drink water. You know what I mean? So all the habits are gonna build on support and help each other. So, um, so that's the message. But the other part is really reassuring people, this is not a straightforward path, right? You know this, we, we go forward, we go. It's very normal to relapse, drift, have to reset. It's not an all or nothing, you know, on or off process. There's a lot of learning and a lot of, um, again, exploring what works for you, me, and, and a runner. You know, we all have different needs. So we want to sort of work with that and understand it and, and not be so hard on ourselves. Women are very much, <laughs> what do they call the inner critic? They're so hard on themselves. And it's, it's well, you, okay. you speak to women, but men don't even want to go to the doctor. Yeah, true. They true, don't want to go to the doctor and... Um, you know, it, it's awful. I'm going to talk to you about this. Um, okay, there's all these different type of, there's pescatarian, there's vegetarian, there's uh, plant-based. Let's stop right there with this plant-based because there's a restaurant that I go to and it's plant-based. What damn plant is it? <laughs> is it a manufacturing plant? <laughs> I mean, really, I asked him. What plant is it? Is it soy? Is it black beans? What is it? You know, I, I don't know. And so that just kind of alarms me because again, that's a part of the marketing. It see, is. They totally. get whatever's trendy. Trendy. Whatever's trendy. trendy. Yeah. You'll yeah. look and you'll see all everything is sugar-free. Okay. But if they're sweetening it with something, we just bought a something. sugar cake the other day, but it's kind of sweet. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I detox from sugar. You know, now my daughter just went to the extreme. I mean, she bought everything that did not have sugar in it. I didn't do that. I just stopped doing it. I had the headache. You would have thought I was getting off nicotine. Withdrawal. Yeah. I did have the serious withdrawals. Brains, you have to be patient with yourself. But yes. you have to make a promise to yourself. Are you worthy? Mm -hmm. Love the skin you're in. Sure, mm -hmm. you can have a fancy car. Sure, you can have a new dress. You can have a Gucci bag. All this kind of stuff. But it's nothing. Your health is your wealth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and sugar is the, is the devil. It is really the it thing. That the I told they struggle. called the sweet poison. It's I was like, sweet wow. poison. It's the same. And, and you're right, April, it's a very difficult uh, substance to uh, wean down, come off of. And there's a lot of information controversy around sugar. There's added sugar and natural sugar. Well, again, trust mother nature. I never met anyone whose health away problem came from eating real whole food plants as in fruit, right? Now, again, if you have diabetes, you can't overdo fruit. Carbs still are carbs, but in the, in the bigger picture, most people, when they go to whole real food plants, um, they're gonna get the fiber and all the natural compounds that come with it. And you're right, this is about, um, sort of starting where you are now and moving to the process of gradually finding mm -hmm. what, what fits for you because it is different for everybody. But yeah, I, I applaud what you're doing. I think it's not easy. There's discomfort. Oh, it's not easy. The struggle is real. The struggle but, is real. Yeah. But you know, you have to uh, live, you know, you don't live to eat, you eat to live. Yes, amen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it and I'm not going to deprive myself you know, mm -hmm. if I want a cocktail, if I want to, 
Mm-hmm. But I put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. I get right back on it the next day. Yes. And water is your friend. Mm-hmm. Water is your friend. So I, this is how I broke myself. I would get the sweet drink. And you know, now they charge you $5 for a drink at a restaurant and give you unlimited refills. Well, <laughs> you know, you're, oh, drink, nice. you're drinking your calories. You're drinking your calories and yeah. at 120 calories per glass. Mm-hmm. So you've had 360 cla- uh, calories in just three beverages. We're not even talking about your food. Right. So right. what I did was, okay, I said, I'm going to get a beverage. I'm going to order the small beverage. And if I am still thirsty, I'm going to get water because nothing quenches your thirst brains like water. Amen. Yeah. And you can put fruit in your water. I love to put cucumbers in my yeah. water. Um, and I just sit there and I say, okay, I am going to drink nothing but water. I look in the refrigerator and Mr. Magnificent will have, you know, a little this or juice or that. And I'll say, okay, I grab the water. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it, it has made such a difference. You look you at know, the color of your urine is different. Well, it is. I mean, my girlfriend says hers was yellow like gold. I was concerned. Too dark. Yeah. It's way too dark. There's something going on there. The mm-hmm. kidneys aren't flushing it and you're not drinking enough water. She says she doesn't like the taste of water. There's no taste to it. That's it. Well, and you know, this is the thing. Your your taste can get used to about anything. So like you did, as you cut back salt or sugar, yep. your taste and your brain adjust to both of those things. So we are able to reset. And like we just said, at first you might, you know, not like the change, but as you continue that habit, um, at some point you'll taste the sweet stuff and it'll be, it'll taste too sweet to you, right? So oh, this is where and you're going. I'm telling you, it, my tongue started to tingle. Yeah, yeah. It started to tingle. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, I hadn't had sugar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was really different brains. Just test it for a week. Just try it. Yep. Just, yep. just try and, it. And again, and it's, not, it's not all or nothing. I think, like you said, the, the big question for many people is what you said in the beginning, readiness. We all know what we should be doing, but knowing isn't doing. So this is where, with what I do, April, this is where you come alongside people, coaching, support, accountability are the three components that help any of us when we need to make a change or do something that we need some help with. So so where you're working with someone and creating a plan and the secret sauce, I bet you know this too, is tracking. So journal, tracking. people hate it. Well, that's something else I did. Uh, I was going, I was going through the mental rush. I don't call it the menopause. It was the mental rush. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I can't take these hot flashes, but you know what I started to do? I started to track my food. Yeah. And I noticed it back to that sweet drink, lemonade, whatever the, combination of this powder that they put in there because yeah. it's not real lemon and right. shit <laughs> and i'm getting and i'm getting three of them now okay i'm getting three refills and about mm, 45 minutes later i'm having a attack i'm starting to sweat my breast is getting tender it was awful so yeah. i started tracking my food and then i started tracking when i would have a reaction ah. and what the diet was Baby, let me, let me tell you in about 
three months of really kind of putting all that into place, it calmed down considerably. See, you're so still you're talking go about the hormone. Yeah, you still got to go through the hormonal thing. You're but, still going to have some of it, but it was a far, far cry from what it was. And listen, what you just described perfectly is how powerful information of food is in the body, meaning the impact of food and what is happening hormonally into cells. We have a we have a lot of power over how this plays out in the body. Mm-hmm. So when you change food. The signals with hormones all are, you know, upregulated, downregulated. So we have a lot of power to change how things play out in ways that we never understood. So that's a great example. So for for me, I only I ask my clients to write down what they eat, when, and how it feels. Because we are, like you just said, trying to see the patterns with what mm-hmm. in my body is a trigger for something that's an immediate or some things are delayed. Right, because this is personal, and with that, we just get in and do some strategies and problem solving too. And it's elimination, brains. I I think that there's only only four ways that you can really lose weight: through mm-hmm. the breath, through sweat, through urination, and through bowels. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how you get it out of your body. So mm-hmm. you have to work in those areas, and you have to focus on those areas. And mm-hmm. dedicate time in those areas and be careful what you put in this thing called a mouth. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so that's with great people like Susan Olson, you know, that is going to support you, that's going to encourage you, that's going to provide you with the information that you need to accelerate the mindset. Because if your mind can conceive it, you can achieve it. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, don't get us to preaching. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love it. But it makes you feel good. You know, it it makes you feel good. Not for somebody else. It's for you. Again, making that promise and that commitment to self. Not because you want to lose weight because you're going to the reunion and you haven't seen your friends or you're trying to get the next suitor or you're trying to, you know, uh, do some artificial procedures. Now, look, I'm not knocking people that do that. Okay, if that's what makes them work. But I've seen these uh, young women with these girdle compressions Mm. uh, that it looks like it's just squeezing their intestines or body dysmorphia where you are having eating disorders. That's mental, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's mental. And as we get older, our diets will change. Medication is going to impact us. There are going to be people that are going to need medication. Mm -hmm. Uh, For some people that are uh, on dialysis, they don't urinate, so they can't take that much intake in water. But there are other things that you can do, you know, to supplement. Yeah. You know, you're right. I mean, this is about a personal journey to help understand what your body needs. And most women, it is overcoming the hurdle of under treating yourself well with food because we're born to be the nurturers and we care about what everybody else is doing and eating we never think of giving people we love or even our pets anything that would make them unwell but we're slow to turn that around to ourselves so treating yourself well with food self-care with food starts with some of the very simple basic things of what you take out push push away you just described the toxic it's called detoxification how the body eliminates toxins through all those ways you mentioned but then the fun part is additive eating what there's a lot of things i actually like that i just have to figure out how i'm going to get them into my body 
most days. So that is a positive relationship with food and it gets away from all the numbers and calories and scales. And it just becomes a simple process of how we, we do that. And you know what else brings? It's portion control. Because mm-hmm. I love me some potatoes. <laughs> potatoes and bread, okay? I love it, love it, love it. And so what I do is now, I don't even eat on a plate, Susan. I eat in a bowl. Nice. I eat in a bowl the size of my belly. Ah, yeah. Uh, and even if I get seconds on that, it is not the amount that would be on a seven inch plate. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so what I do, and I love, you know, I'm a great cook, you know, collard greens. So after I have the collard greens, they call it pot liquor. Uh-huh. I will take the juice from that and put that with something else and eat your leftovers brains. With, yeah, yeah. People don't even, I have some cousins that wouldn't dare eat a leftover. The leftovers are the best because now the seasonings have set in. Right. But if you have something for dinner and you can have those leftovers for lunch, you've eaten a well-balanced meal twice. You saved yourself some money mm-hmm. and it's still good. It's probably yeah. better. Absolutely. But there's no tricks. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no little tricks, repurposing and batch cooking, cook once, eat twice. And because uh, you're, you're right, people are attached to their social and culture and traditions. And you want to be able to do that in moderation. And I'm laughing about the bowl because when I hit my 50s, it was my epiphany that like, I can't eat, I, I don't get to eat what the rest of my family eats. Right. I'm not an athlete. I'm, I'm not burning the calorie. Right. So as you look at a smaller dish or bowl, you think about is, is that enough? Because you think, oh, I used to be able to eat. You know what you find out? It actually is enough because you're testing smaller amounts. And like you say, if I, if I eat that whole bowl and I'm still hungry, well, at least I can sort of check in and see, is this real hunger? I do have the option to have more, but I'm not assuming we're starting bigger because this is a culture. That's the problem. Supersizing is when everything got much bigger. Oh, yeah. And right? advertising. You know, when I started this, every commercial was a restaurant. Oh, and that (laughs) burger looks so good. That cheese is melting. And, you know, the steak with the salad and this, that, and the other at the restaurant. So you go, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you something else um, in closing that was very uh, eye-opening and awakening for me. I get a little emotional when I think about it. As my mother was transitioning, I looked at her diet And I listened to what she said she didn't want anymore that she didn't like. She said, my mother would love some sweets, her and my brother. And she said, oh, no, that's too sweet. I don't want that. Or I don't like the taste of um, bacon anymore. I don't like the taste of meat anymore. I don't like ground beef anymore. Her Mm -hmm. body was making the transition. Wow. And I listened to that. And to this day, her, you know, her spirit is in, in the room right now and she's mm-hmm. shaking her head. I can feel it, um, <laughs> you know, but as she did that, I'm saying to myself, okay, she made the transition. Why don't you mimic some of these things? Because she's doing a cleanse. Mm-hmm. She's doing some sort of cleanse. There was a lot of medication true. And another unfortunate thing, the medication caused her to lose her sense of taste and smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. what she would do is that she would eat and gorge, you know, 
on a lot of food because she was trying to get that sensation yes. and the taste. Yes. So yes. I became more creative and made her food with more texture that she mm -hmm. could feel it with mm -hmm. more colors so that she could see it, uh, you know, in smaller portions so that she could enjoy it. So brains, you need to be conscious of these things as well. Mm -hmm. Smell and your taste are very powerful. But could yeah. you imagine, you know, people went through that during COVID. It's true. And they still are struggling. They're struggling. So you really, you're right, have to step back. What a great example of being creative. And I love the nurturing, serving part of food there too. Um, and really just using those different skills and creativity to make it something that she could enjoy. And we can do that for ourselves every day. But we every think day. we don't have the time. We don't, you know, but taking that time. Um, is worth but, it. But food and eating is a meditation. Yeah. yeah. It is It is a gift. A girlfriend of mine <laughs> invited me and my daughter to a mindful meal. Oh, a mindful. yeah. We were at that cotton picking table for two and a half hours. <laughs> you took one bite, you chewed it, and you chewed it almost until it was liquefied. Yeah. And then you yeah. put it down and this, that, and the other. But you became one with your food. And you yeah. did do the meditation and you really appreciate it. That's another thing. Chew your food. Yep. yep. The more you chew your food and liquefy it, it's easier to digest. Can you just imagine, you know, you grab a, a big piece of meat and down it goes. Yep. 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 Digestion starts in the mouth. So you're right. Chew, 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 chew. I love that. So, cause you're right. Really healthy eating is based around being mindful and intentional and when we slow it down and appreciate all the senses of it and do it in that way, it's a whole different experience. And you won't consume as many calories. The portions will be different. Yep. Yeah. Different cultures. My African friends, we sit and we eat family style. And there's a big portion and everyone's there. We're eating with our hands. You don't realize how much you've eaten, but you don't eat as much. Yeah. yeah. Plus everything mm -hmm. is fresh and, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's a wonderful experience. But you are not looking at, again, the seven-inch plate mm. piled up with, you know, mac and cheese or, you know, potatoes, all these carbs, me and my three dinner rolls, because I like bread. <laughs> I hear but, you. You know, but it is what it is. And you are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for engaging with me. I couldn't wait to get you on here. Mm. I knew that you knew your stuff and you helped me and you helped me validate that I am in the right, you know, I'm driving in the right lane um, because I want to live. I do want to live. I, I applaud you and I, I really enjoyed this. Thank you, April. Yeah. So tell my brains how to get in contact with you. They want to work with you. Uh, so, the, the best way. I mean, uh, I'm on Facebook. I have a nice Facebook group or if you were to search my name, Susan Olson, O-L-S-O-N, um, or the name of my practice is Nutrition Journey. So Susan Olson or Nutrition Journey on Facebook and my website is realnutritionjourney.com. So either website or Facebook um, would be the best bet. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put all your information at the back part of this interview because I don't want you to miss it. Brains, rewind. Put yourself in, you know, let Susan be the Uber driver and you be the passenger. Why don't you just ride for a minute, okay? <laughs> Take stake in the view. Look at everything around you. Go through your refrigerator. When you go to the grocery store, go to the outer perimeter instead of going up and down the aisles. Be creative. 
eat your leftovers, you'll save some money and go to Europe and China <laughs> and, <laughs> and get you something to eat. And also go to my website, uh, go to my YouTube page. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Blog Talk, iTunes, Miss Cloud, Apple. I am all over the planet, okay? But I'm there searching for the right people like Susan to help you. Because I love you, Brains. Like, love, subscribe to the podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, April. You're the best. <laughs>